Hello, listeners. This is once again Hunter, the MC of the Mysteries Unknown podcast. Just wanted to give everyone a heads up really quick before this episode starts. The player's audio on this session, for some reason, was not coming through as well as it usually does. I did my best to try to up up the volume and make it sound as clean as possible without distorting it too much. But I did the best that I could do for what I know how to do. So hopefully it shouldn't affect it too much. Um, I kind of did a little bit here and there to try to get this out without having to do too much editing. So if there's a few silent moments, I apologize. Hopefully they're not too long and they don't mess up with the flow of the narrative. So this episode is going to be almost two hours long. So we're not going to do any intro. We're just going to go right into the content warning. Enjoy! This is a content warning. All episodes of Mysteries Unknown may include foul language, fantasy violence, blood and gore, and worst thing of all, sexual content. Listener discretion is advised. Hello again, listeners, and welcome what should be the finale to our Mysteries Unknown case, Demons in Cross End. And I am once again your host, Hunter the MC. And once again, I'm also introducing to you, playing the Thief with the Heart of Gold... Hey, I'm Brain, and I'm playing Talalok. And once again, still playing the Twat Antiques Dealer. I'm Tom, and I'll be playing uh, Declamus Rain. Alright, so, when we last left off, everyone was kind of doing their own thing. We end up putting the Avenging Angel Christina away in jail, because you discovered that, oh, the murder's happening? She was responsible for them. And after another vision on Declan's part and kind of his buddy Proximo and Talak kind of reaching a truce, they got the cops involved, had Christina put away, and they went out and had a few drinks, which led to Proximo and Declan trying to drink each other under the table. <laughs> and so they all went ahead and went do their things after that. Uh, Talak went to a friend who looked at the, the uh, schematics really quick and then Declan went to his artist friend at the art gallery to figure get some more information and then as they were getting the information the beast gang they all noticed started to move towards the church and everyone started to head that way but before we start we're gonna rewind back a little bit as we see the cops taking away Christina earlier that day to the jail and on a rooftop near the police station is a familiar boy that Declan would recognize because, well, he punched him unconscious earlier in one of the episodes. It is our bird boy, Morty. And he is on a rooftop scouting around. He sees the cop car pull up and they haul Christina into the police station. Morty then immediately starts to fly back to the Beast Gang hideout. And at the Beast Gang hideout, as the camera cuts to there, we see the majority of the Beast Gang members just kind of huddled around. They're trying to figure out what to do because, as I stated in the earlier episode, Bear at one point ended up also getting arrested and he's now in jail as well. So, the one character that we recognize, it focuses on the Panther Beast Gang member. As he's kind of just walking in circles figuring out what we're going to do morty flies into the building and says the avenging angel she's been arrested and hauled away 
and you hear the beast gang start murmuring and everything and then the panther just raises a hand to silence everyone and he says no more delays now it's time we make our move the stack head shall rise again and now we fast forward to the present moment Declan I believe you were speeding in your car on the way there and Talak was just bolting as fast as he could well so we're going to do this kind of creative voiceover here uh Talak as you are running in the direction towards the church what's going through your head It's certainly an interesting evening. I'd much rather be sat at home having a bit of drink, but eh, when you're called for, what can you do? I'm such a valuable resource in this city. I get, I get paid for this. I might have to ask Declan to put in a good word with either his informants or someone that has a bit of lines in their pockets. Alright. And you start running, Talak. The camera cuts to Declan as he is speeding in his car. You just got off the phone with Proximo, who's also speeding on his military motorbike that way. What's going through Declan's head? Uh, Declan's still a bit pissed, um, so he's just kind of driving like every now and again. Like he'll, he'll just he'll now he'll start like kind of he's driving. He's got like in the front of his head like oh shit, something's he's got like. Uh, oh shit, something's going on. But like every now and again, I'll start being like, first he's like, still losing a bit of blood, just a massive just gunshot wound in his leg. Uh, he's also drunk, so there's blood thinner, so he's kind of bleeding out. But he's like, ah! And every time, every now and again, he, like, he starts driving towards a um, a car by accident because he starts like, losing blood. He starts kind of like uh, driving, like kind of losing consciousness a bit, and then he wake himself up and he'll be like, ah shit! Uh, he's, he's more, like his head's fairly empty, he's just trying to like, He's just trying to um, focus on not crashing while he's trying to get to the place he's getting to. Okay, so for the record, it was a, a knife wound, not a gunshot wound. And, okay. and did we lower that down to like a two or a one status? I can't remember. I think it was a one status, if I remember correctly. Like a bandaged one, I think? Yeah. Kind of deal? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I okay. I have to know that because yeah. that will affect you for what's Thank about you. to be happening here. Yeah. I'm sure. All right. So takes y'all about a few minutes to lock Declan Proximo. You all arrive not far from the church at about roughly the same time, and you just see this massive swarm, at least two dozen or maybe even more beast gang members just flocking this church and you see the cops that are there they're trying to they're like shaking the boots they've got their guns drawn or their nightsticks out they're ready to go but you can tell these guys are going to get overran so here's how this is going to play out the beast gangs you this is almost the entire beast gang y'all are fighting against right now in the book you would automatically be taking a minus three, a minus three, to any move you would do against them. However, because y'all have Proximo on your side, I'll lo- I'll, inc- I'll decrease that by one, so you're so you're only going to be going with a minus two against them. 
If y'all had kept Christina around, didn't lock her away, that would have become a minus one, but y'all didn't do that, so. She did murder a bunch of people, so I'm kind of, I'm, I'm cool with that. <laughs> All right, so at this moment, anything you try to do against the Beast Gang to try to keep them from destroying the church, you're going to start off with a minus two to face them. And Declan, any physical status you're going to try to do to them, it's going to be another minus one because of your status. Are we just driving so, towards them? Uh, yeah, y'all. This is basically like I'm assuming like Talak is in like some water form, just kind of flowing midair kind of deal. Yeah. I have a plan. So yeah. so yeah, the three of you are all just like still like heading towards the church and you see all these beast gang members still coming around, charging at the church. The cops that are still at the church are just freaking out right now as they see all these beast gangs, beast gang members charging at them. Who wants to make the first move? I think that Talonok will definitely try something since he may have a perfect idea. So Talonok's going to try and do some chain lightning since I'm assuming that they're fur conducts and they have quite a few of them in a similar location. So I'm sure one bolt should be able to get a fair chunk of them. Okay, so you're trying to... Attack them, so you're already starting off at minus two. What tags are you going to use? I like to use Perfect Storm as I reach my hand up to the sky and draw the clouds in to go eight cubic nimbus. Then I'm going to use Thunderbolt Manipulation to draw down the bolt. And then I'm going to use um, call, call Upon a Storm to make the storm even more intense and electrifying gaze to focus the bolt at the beastman. Ooh, okay, so. Yeah, I got nothing I can use against you, so you're rolling with a plus two now with all those tags. Okay. And this is going to be. I'll try and do a hit with the one I got, I believe, just to just. Yes, this will be a hit with all you got. Let's see how I do. And then comes to an eight. Alright, so it's a mixed success. You're automatically going to be giving them a tier two status, but you still get to pick one from the list. So, okay, hit with all you got. Sorry, I had to pull it back up. Uh, so you can take cover, secure superior position, uh, get them good to increase the tier by one, control collateral damage. Hold the target's attention, or gain the upper hand, take one juice. What to do with the situation? I have got an ally beside me, but they are drunk. I mean, always drunk, so it doesn't really affect much. I think I will get them good. I think I'll be a bit more shocked. Okay, so... A tier three status of singed fur. Right, give me a second here. Come on, Declan, try one up that. <laughs> All right, uh, narrate for me how this looks when you do this. Okay, so he draws his hand to the sky, then with a swift circular motion, the clouds start to swarm together. Then almost like a small 
vortex. It, it draws by the cold air descending, the warm air rising, and then first the thunder starts to fold. It travels down, hitting Clark directly. I think for a split second, actually, that he may have accidentally hit himself, which he's probably done a few times in the past. But no, he channels energy, and then almost like he's bending the light lightning itself, travels along his fingers, and then he locks in, and the beast and then with this. Like, like, a, like a whip just hits a chunk of them. Alright. What do you want to name this three status you're giving him? Singed fur. I think that's a good enough one. Alright, so yeah, we just see us do, 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 do. Just bolt after bolt, the light just comes down, and you see like several of these Beast King members just get struck and singed. Kind of like the cartoon where it's like when a person gets struck, you see the skeleton, and then when it's gone, they're just completely blackened kind of deal. <laughs> and so, but because of that, since you rolled a big success, the Beast King, it's like at least half of the Beast King members that are there turn in y'all's direction. And now half are going to be charging for the church. The other half are going to be charging at you three. Right, so I'm still in my car, right? Yes, you're still in your car. Alright, as 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 uh as Tolik said, um says uh try alright, Declan try and drop that Declan just fucking rams his uh he just goes Alright can just fucking ram this foot down on the accelerator with into the car, straight into the crowd, and as the as the uh, as the car's about to like fall into the crowd, he just jumps out. Uh jumps out the side of the car and he's gonna with an explosive shot, he's going to shoot the uh Shoot the gas tank of this car so it fucking explodes. Okay, that's I'm loving this. Okay, so I'm gonna say that because you're narratively using your car, it's gonna be a plus one. So you're at a net, you're at a minus one right now. Uh, your bandage stats is not gonna take an effect yet. So I'm also. I think going you to could be always physically burn your car since you're way much so literally burning your car. Uh, uh, I'm also gonna use the silver guns that. Um, I need to pass so that's I think another plus one. Um, okay, so you're at even right now. Okay. Uh, and then I'm obviously explosive shot, gunslinging stunts. I'm going to use um, subconscious reaction speed because to jump out of the car as you're jumping out of the car to shoot the gas tank, you have to have pretty good reaction timing. Um, so that'll be a f- four, no, three. Um, and. Yeah, I think that's it. Uh, so, I think you're good with a plus three. So that was what also good shock, explosive ammo, and subconscious reaction speed. Yeah, I'll shoot that one. All uh, right, and you're using the well. You said you're using the silver guns too, right? Two d six plus three. Yeah. And Eleven. Fuck yeah. <laughs> okay, this is definitely going to be a go toe to toe because they're coming at you when you do this. So, you, uh, because you did that, let me see here real quick. Um, Tweed, no, we'll make this hit with all you got. This is an ultimate, this is kind of a big thing you're doing, so you yeah. are hitting it with all you got. So, you're automatically going to give him a three status, and then you get to pick two from the list. There's probably a guy in the back of my, in the back of my car. I forgot the, I can't the guy, he's in the trunk. He, he's going to die. Um... Wait, who'd you I, put in the trunk? You know, I remember last session, I, uh, there, was a, there was one of the beast men running across the thing. I shot him with a, I'm off the top of the thing, I put him in my trunk so he could uh, talk, talk to him later. 
I fully forgot about it. I forgot! So you have to say, what are you doing? I forgot about that! Alright, so I'm gonna get him. I'm actually giving him a. Plus three. I'm gonna get him good. I'm gonna make that plus four. It's gonna be. Fuck, next is loading. Oh, no, wait, I get two suits. I'm gonna get with all I've got. I'm gonna hit with all you've got. And I'm going to take cover. So as I jump out the car and then shoot the gas tank, I'm just gonna roll behind, like, just either. Like a piece of debris, or like a piece of like, like just just a, an object that's big enough to shatter, like uh, uh, shelter me from the blast, and also give me some cover uh, as I get ready to like start shooting these two fucking silver guns. So yeah, so yeah, you just you just start barreling into them at first, just do as you run over a couple, you leap out of the car. Grab, pull out the silver guns you got from Christina. It just like slow motion, almost like Max Payne Hitman style. You just do like a couple shots and just hit that gas tank perfectly. And what's what are we calling this four status? Yeah, it's a four status. Just uh, just exploded. I don't know, fucking uh, severely burned. Fucking <laughs> you choose. I like the I idea like- of Kaboom Four. Because yeah, status. Yeah, so you, yeah, so it's just like boosh, and you just, and you, this car just explodes in a ball of fire, and you see like the beast gates get put back. And you hear as one beast gang gets launched out of the truck of the car, like ah! just in a ball of fire. Just like oh shit, I forgot that guy. <laughs> that wouldn't combine with Singe Fair at all, would it? Um, no. It would actually take it would actually take the place of the singed fur. So basically, because it's a, it's a four status, so they don't have the singed fur. They're now up to kaboom. All right, and then we're gonna see Proximo. He's going to call upon vines. Will shoot up from the ground. That will then grab the exploded car, pick it up, and then just chuck it. At the group of beast gang members that are running at the church, and we'll just say that gives it like two pips on that four status. All right, so, so yeah, and with that, the other beast yeah. gangs that were like heading towards the church, they're, they like stop, and then they turn around, and now and all now- the beast gang members are coming at you guys. Uh, cool. So I'm not gonna give up. Yeah. Yeah, y'all, have, y'all have the opportunity to make another move now because y'all didn't really like fail or anything to have to face danger. So y'all have another chance to do another move. Hmm. You know what? I'm gonna try and get past them. <laughs> oh, you want to get past them and like get to the church? Uh, yeah. That's where I was heading. Well, I might as well. All right. So this, this I would one, like to. I'm gonna say this one is gonna be go toe to toe, and it's still okay. a minus two to start with. Okay. So I'm going to, with still half half his body as water, he's going to turn his entirety, swirling into a into a stream. Then going to travel between. Um, I'm going to turn myself into water, travel between bodies of water, and flow through narrow spaces. Basically, try and zigzag his way through, through these people. And get through the church. Okay, uh, you. So I heard. Turn yourself in the water. Throw through narrow spaces. What else? 
and, and it was travel between bodies of water. Uh, yeah, I'll accept that. So that'll give you a plus one. Okay, plus one. Um, anything else I think I can add? I don't think I can. It's all the set ones. Uh, cool books that wouldn't help if that's just a plus one. Let's see how I do. Everything comes out to... Oh, a six. Oh. Oh, so... I'm gonna say that you try... You So your body turns into water momentarily. You start trying to get through, but you because of how much power you used at the beginning, it doesn't last as long. You suddenly turn back to normal right in front of the Panther Beast Gang member. And he's gonna look down at you. And now I'm gonna need you to roll face danger. I just realized that I've used um, practically all my face danger tags in that previous move, and that's technically a linked move, so. Yes, this would be yeah. a linked move, so you won't be able to use mm. them again, unfortunately. Yeah. Let me just have a quick look at. Um, I would like to use the crew theme power tag, tactical coordination, to get Declan to distract them by just being the ass he is. I'm gonna start fucking shooting at them randomly. That's what I'm gonna do, that's what I'm gonna distract them. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so. I'm not gonna have the minus two stats take effect for this one since you're just going against this one guy. Mm -hmm. So you'll just be rolling plus one, and how that roll happens will assume how Declan reacts. Mm-hmm. Nine. Okay, so you still get a tip you'll still get like a status, but it'll be a tier less. So I'll say that he like you try to like kinda like start crawling back when he swipes down at you and he just cuts you deep across your leg. So you get like a deep cut to status. Okay. And what do you say to get Declan's attention? Oi, come! And I'm very much trying to mimic Declan's voice. See him. There's like very intense hand motion, um, motion towards my deep cut guy who, who, who cut me. Deep cut. You being a cunt, the guy who cut me. Alright, I just start shooting around. <laughs> I'm just shooting at his feet, trying to distract him. Alright, go toe to toe with this guy. Okay. So, you know what, actually, if I'm, uh, if I'm not, not going to try and distract him, I'm going proper toe to toe. I'm just going to try and shoot him in the fucking face. This <laughs> is. Uh, right, well, so he's distracting if he's dead. Yeah, it's a very good distraction being dead. Um, so I'm gonna go with uh, a good shot. Uh, I'm gonna go with explosive ammo because I want to have to blow up and it'll be fun. Um, and maybe go and see I'm quite far away from the gun. Um, yeah, so just a three, and I'll use a silver gun as well. So that'd be four. That'll be minus one because of my frost. well. Wait, maybe. I was gonna say negative. I was gonna say negative two stats will effect. Good shot, Good. explosive ammo, gunslinging. That's three. I will so, use the weakness tag, weapon tag. jam. Okay. So, well, that's two currently. Was there what stats? Other stats? I mean, tag well, we're using. The, uh, I've got the. Um, I've got the uh, silver gun, so I was gonna use that. 
because um, I give it a little oh. bit. Of, a little bit of okay, time. so that'll be three then, and you get an attention on that training thing. Training. Nice one, nice one, nice one. Uh, so it's twelve. Fuck yeah! Okay. <laughs> so, do y'all have yeah. y'all? Do y'all know yeah. that scene in the Flashpoint Paradox yeah. animated film? Yeah. Where Thomas Where? Wayne Batman shoots Reverse Flash through the back of the head? No, not for many. Yeah, so yeah, that spoiler alert for people out there. But yeah, there's basically basically instead of you being behind the Panther, you look at him. He looks at you. You aim, and all just one trigger pull is all it takes. And you see this bullet just go right between the panther guy's eyes, and the back of his head just just bursts. And he, the panther's just kind of standing there, as you see the color drain from his eyes, and he just slowly falls to the ground dead. Alright, go ahead. Then you see Prox. You see Proximo. Uh, he's got a couple of fireballs in his hands, and he's gonna chuck them at the group of the beast gangs. And he takes out a few of them, and it's gonna add another pip to that four status. So it's four and three pips right now. I'm gonna say, uh, Rain Talak is. I'd say you put there's about you put yourself there's a distance between the uh, beast gang members as they charging at Declan and Proximo now. And you're about maybe 30 feet or so away from the church. Hmm. Well, with this deep cut, there's not much I can do about running. So, Tullog's just gonna sit, sit on his ass, raise out his fingers, and with the storm still in the sky, shoot him again. Okay. So you're going to just aim at the group of the Beast Gang again? Yeah, so now he's sitting on his ass, fingers both pointing out, and, f- and focusing a bit on me of lightning. Okay, so it's still only starting at negative two, because your phys- it's a physical status that's not going to affect your powers. Mm-hmm. So, but what attacks are you going to use? Okay. like to use, call upon a storm, the perfect storm, thunderbolt when in place, and an electrifying gaze. Um... I'm not sure Call Upon a Storm would use because you're use, already using a storm that you already called upon. Would I be able to use like, the situational tank to help me since the storm's already up? What again? If the storm's already up, would I be able to use that as like a situational tank since it's already like in the environment? The Call Upon the Storm, or were you talking about a different tag? Um, then never mind, then I'll only use the three I had then for... Classic Storm, Thunderbolt Manipulation, and then Electrifying Gaze. Okay, hold on. Okay, so one more time, repeat what tags you're using. The Perfect Storm, Thunderbolt Manipulation, and Electrifying Gaze. Um... Okay, all out, plus one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A nine. Okay. And I'm gonna say this is another hit with all you got because the beast gangs weren't focused on you at the moment. They were focused on Declan and Proximo. So you get to pit you get to deal with them a one tier. And you also get to pick one from the hit with all you got list. 
Okay. Gonna get them good. Just just enhance the fire that they had them basically igniting some of their fur again and make we can catch on fire. Okay, so Yeah, so you just do the kind of what you did before, you just raise your hand up and several bolts just doof, 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 strike at the beast gang again as they're charging at Declan and Proximo. That is gonna be two pips. So that's gonna bring the stats up to five and a pip. So we are now at basically they're at a five um what do I want to call this? Almost decimated. <laughs> yeah, like decimated five and a pip status. So you guys are almost done, but let me pull up this really quick to look at the stats for how this part works. So unfortunately, during this entire time that you guys have been trying to take these beast gangs out here, several beast gang members are already inside and they are beginning to just attack the church building. Just anywhere they can like put their paws and fists through. So the church is now at a weekend two status. Right, so who's going to make the next move? Uh, Declan, do you want to do anything to the remaining Beast Kings that are charging at you? Yeah, fuck it. Um, I'm just going to... Um, so... Hmm. Uh, I think I'm going to... Um, essentially... Uh, as I get in closer, I pick up, like, just like a, like a bit of iron that's on the floor, like, like an iron rod that's come off, like, one of the... Like, maybe my car that exploded a bit like fucking metal came towards me i picked up getting ready to like fucking getting ready to start smacking them with it and as i pick it up um i get up i get ready to like i realize it's become heavier somehow i look over it's a fucking minigun uh there's just it's just transformed into a fucking minigun because of like mysterious reality but i think it's like dream like uh, just something turning into something else without you noticing and then i'm just like oh fuck yeah and i just fucking grab it and just start holding it down <laughs> If you want a minigun, that's gonna require a change to the game roll. Okay, I'll do that then. Because you have to use your powers to be able to bring this minigun to reality. If you yeah, want to be able to use it, because you don't just have a minigun on you. No, but, but okay, I'll do it to change the game roll. Um, so, uh, what tags? Mysterious reality bending. Um, Yes, and so no negative stasis right now on this, so you're at plus one currently. Maybe uh, gunslinging stunts, because I'm about to use it, I guess. I'll like my yes, all gunslinging stunts would allow for this. Could you use the guns you got from the, 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 the angel to be, to be able to use the focus and turn into the other one? No, because he's all living in a dream thing, because he doesn't really realize it's happening. It's just his brain's kind of making it that way. Uh, maybe fucking smuggling, actually. Uh... Actually, no, no, can I, can I, can I just burn attack and then just get it? Uh, yeah, because yeah. you can't always burn attack, so it'll, give, it'll be like rolling a 10 with a 7 with a power of 3. Yeah, I'll so burn it'll be a th- smuggling, I've never used it. Well, how does smuggling talk about you bringing a minigun to reality? Sure, I've smuggled a minigun before. I mean, in a flashback, that could work. Yeah. 
Uh, hmm. If not, I can burn something else. Like I can burn. Uh, I well, can burn, honestly, uh, you haven't been able to use a tag much for anything else. Plus, it's a finale episode, so I'll allow for this. Yeah. Alright, so I okay, burn that. Okay. Yeah. So change the game. So hold on. There's a bunch of extra stuff you get to do when to how when it's on a ten plus. So. You can spend your juice for the following effects. Create a story tag, burn a power tag, give or reduce the status. But you can also scale up the effect, uh, prolong the effect, hide the effect, or any other improvement that you and I agree on. Okay, so I get a power three, right? Yeah, you have three juice right now for to make this with. So basically you would have to spend one juice to make the tag minigun. Yeah, so I'll create the power tag minigun. Uh, I'll scale up the effects to make it a sick as fuck minigun. Um, so basically you're giving it like a, it's like a minigun 2 status basically. Yeah, and I'll prolong the effect so I get to keep a minigun for a while. Oh yeah. Okay, so now that you've done that, change the game, you can now do another go toe to toe on the last of these Beast Gang members with that plus two minigun. Cool. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna use the fucking minigun. Um, and I'm just gonna start mowing guns down. Um, like, I'm just gonna stand up and be like, oh, fuck yeah, and just... <laughs> but I'm gonna use a good shot, explosive ammo, and gunslinging stunts. Um, uh, as well as... Yeah, I think that's it. Just that plus three. And then I get the plus two because of the old, uh, having a minigun. So that's a plus five. Um, yeah, it's not, because I'm going to not only activate Weapon Jam, I'm also going to activate Black Market Heat, because Ward's going to get around that you somehow got a minigun. That is. So you're rolling plus three, but you get attention to your occupation and training thing. Nice, nice, nice. Um, so plus three. Mm-hmm. Let's make this a good one. Two, D, six, seven. Yeah. Still okay. Up. On go toe toe though, you only get to pick one. You achieve your goal, you get them good, and if you choose to get them good, that's you giving them a tier equal to power or block dodge counter. I'm gonna fucking get them good. I'm gonna fucking just stop mowing these guns down. Okay, so that's a five and now four pips as you just start just blasting away at these yeah. beast gangs. So you just see them just start falling one by one. Like a yeah, cigarette out of his mouth, he's just laughing maniacally as he's shooting his huge minigun. I'm gonna say that, that, like, you see, like, two of them just kind of jump above the barrage as they're about to, like, charge on you. Well, you just see a fireball just shoot through the air and hit both of them. Oh. And Proxima's just like, I got your back, Captain. Yeah, it seems like Declan's just way, having way too much fun with his minigun to even really pay attention to anything. He's just laughing, going, ah! Oh, uh, yeah, just like the good old days. Yeah, Captain? <laughs> just screaming while shooting this gun. He can't hear a fucking thing because it's just really loud. Like, because I put exploding ammo on this on these bullets as well. It makes me think of that uh, one ending of an episode of the Marvel Punisher series where it's like all those gangsters together and he just steps in and just starts firing the machine guns. Yeah. This. Ah, ah. When the bullets hang, they're just fucking exploding as well. Oh, so there's a lot more going. So it's like, doof, doof, yeah. doof, doof, doof. So, so Douglas, like a fucking thing here. 
Yeah, at this point, any cop that was left has just bolted out of there because they're like, we want no part of this. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, now. Rain. Talak. You are just watching this chaos happening. One side, Declan is just mowing down these Beast Gang members. On the other side of you, the few Beast Gang members that made it into the church just working to try to tear this place down. What are you going to do? I think that Talak just remembered that he got some magical artifacts previously gotten. So he would like to use, change the game in a previous flashback to say how he previously got some items related to his godhood that, that may help him harness lightning. Okay, so... So, interesting thing about the flashback, and I was reading this, you don't have to roll change the game. It just automatically gives you one juice or one clue based on your description. Okay. So, what are you doing, trying to do with this flashback again? Um, he would like to try and find some magical artifact or something related to his godhood that may be able to help him channel lightning a bit better. So maybe a, a staff he used in, in one of his previous lives, or maybe some water from, from the river. An artifact? I mean, l looking at Declan summoning his mythical minigun, thinking on a system in a plane, yeah. Uh, okay, then. I like this idea. So for one juice, you're making this artifact. What does the artifact look like? Uh, actually, if I could... Well, you cut on me there, what? I'd like to buy a tag if possible to get... A bit more juice. Uh, what tag do you want to burn? Um, I think I'd like to burn, um, I know a guy. So that was for Jacqueline Dupont. To, 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 to know her to give me a few artifacts and I'm gonna have to go out with, with, with her to dinner later to smooth out the relationship. Okay, I'll allow it. Oh. And so, yeah, you roll this with a success, so change the game rules. You get the choice of not you. So you got the first three of create a story tag, burn a power or story tag, give or reduce the status. But you also get the options of scaling up the effect, prolong the effect, hide the effect, and the other improvement that you or I can agree on. Okay, so I would like to then. So you have three juice to mess with, and it'll be at least one juice to make the story tag of whatever artifact you're making for to lock. Yeah. So, what what I like to do? That's a good point. Um, what would I like to do? God of Thunder, Lightning, Rain. Hmm. What if he made like? Oh, I want a rain stick. <laughs> nice. <laughs> rain stick. I was almost thinking like the. I was thinking Thor, Love and Thunder, where he gets Zeus's lightning bolt. Hmm. A rain stick would work. You. 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 That's what I'm going for. Alright, so it's one juice for rain stick. One juice for rain stick. So you have two more juice to work with. Uh, rain stick, and then you can do lightning rod. And then just lightning propulsion if I can. So you want a rain stick and a lightning rod? Well, I could increase the same tag, could I? Or could I... 
Yeah, you can uh pro you can scale up the effect, so it's like a rain so it's like a rain stick slash lightning rod, so it's like rain stick two. And then you still have one more okay. piece you can work with. I'm gonna take two, then I'm going to Hmm. Do you wanna prolong the do you wanna prolong I'll prolong it, why not? Yeah. yeah. So that way you have it for a little bit. Yeah, longer. Yeah, so you have basically a race stick too that you can use for this entire scene. So now we're very much he's standing up on his deep cut and gonna start do the process of a, of a rain dance to then bring down the mother of all storms, Ollie Sven. Ooh. This is gonna be a stop holding back. Okay. You're trying to bring down the mother of all storms. And so here's what's gonna happen. This is going to be a nothing serious. We'll call this a significant stop holding back. Okay. Do you have and so you could use so you still have the rain stick, but for stop holding back, you roll plus logos only. So you get the roll plus two. Okay. Plus two. Let, let's see how this goes. Come back to a nine. Okay. So on the seven through nine, you have to mark fade crack and burn all the power tags on one theme. All of them on one theme. Okay. Yep. That's the sacrifice for getting a seven through nine on significant stop holding back. Um, I think it would probably be Wheeler and Dealer since he's probably not going to go back to dealing after after tonight. Maybe, maybe for a little while after he recovers. Okay, so unless you do something to unburn those tags, you're not going to be able to use them for the rest of this scene. Okay. So, narrate for us how this looks. Okay, so with the rain stick now stubborn, he stands up slightly limping on, on the cut leg, looking over at Declan, and he just motions him to back up a little bit. And then with a the rain stick in hand, he starts tossing it from hand to hand. And then with his feet, he starts then tapping and dancing and clipping and clapping and stop getting the beat. And then he starts to, and as he goes, the clouds above him always mimic his movements. He goes, the rain then starting to slightly fall, the storm he created before, then the, the water connected to his limbs, he becomes the storm, the lightning swirling around them like a maelstrom. Then, with one fluid motion, the storm brought down upon the beastman, thunder and lightning. The cacophonous blows, the sense of flying, sheer impact and lightning, sparking others, and he. Certainly earns his title as the God of Rain and Lightning. So yeah, this maelstrom of a thunderstorm just bears down on these remaining beast gangs before Declan and Proximo. Some of them were like picked up by the strong winds and tossed around. Many are struck multiple times by lightning. Water's just pelting down of them until like in the finale, they, in like a there's like a, almost like a whirlpool on land of water just swirls around. And the remaining beast games are all swept out into the into the docks and down into the watery depths below. What's Declan's reaction? Uh, he, he kind of notices it. He's like, 
fuck yeah, and it just continues fucking shooting into this crowd while these fucking lightning bolts are going off and killing people. So on top of all the lightning going off, Declan's just shooting his minigun into the maelstrom, and there's explosions happening mid-air. At the same time, basically. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Yeah. So... Just, yeah. So, with that, you have successfully defeated that part of the Beast Gang, with the exception of the few that are still inside the church tearing it down. And the church is now, because y'all have been out here doing this for so long, it's now at a weekend three status. Uh, I'm just gonna, uh, put the mini, like, after everything, after everything's outside kind of clears up, I'm just gonna sling the minigun on, on, onto my back and then just start walking towards the church and just, like, um, just gonna get, say to Talalak, Alright, can Let's finish this off. And I'm just gonna try and kick in the doors and see what's inside. Okay. We'll say, I want to try to figure out what time it was. I'd say it was about 9 when y'all got there. So, it's it's like, uh, I want to say it's been like a good 10-15 minutes only. This is all happening like so fast and so quick. And so, yeah. Proximo helps to lock up and kind of helps him walk to the church as you all, three of you, just kind of walk in as the... I'll say, like, maybe six or seven Beast King members that are left in the church are just kind of going about their business, not paying attention to you at first. Uh, I'm gonna bring the mini, bring the mini go back down, back around and start, like, spinning, start, like, getting it ready so it starts spinning around a bit, right? Just go, all right, cunts, you have a choice now. You can either, you know, stop whatever you're doing, or I can kill you all, like I killed all your mates. Yeah, they all stop as soon as they heard the minigun start spinning and just look at you. And they're kind of looking back and forth between each other. And then you notice, Talok, you actually notice that there's a area in the back left corner of the room that you had not noticed before. That has been opened up and you see like a spiral stone staircase going down. And you So you see... So, Declan, two of the Beast Gang members are going to start charging at you as the rest of them start heading towards this staircase in the left, in the back left corner. I think, uh, I think you can guess what I'm going to do with these two people just, like, uh, running straight towards me, which is admittedly a dumb, a dumb move to run at someone who has a minigun that's already getting ready to fucking shoot. Uh, I'm going to shoot them with it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to make your roll for you. Just start... <laughs> Blasting away, and they're just shredded to pieces. As the remaining four start going down the spiral staircase. Those two are fucking stupid. Alright, let's go out and kill the rest of these guns. Alright, so... Proximo is still helping Talek. Um, do, you let, do you, like, put your arm around Proximo's shoulder, Talek, so that we can kind of, like, stay balanced? As your leg is still oh, bleeding. Oh no, I have my brain stick. I'm fine. Like, uh, you sure there, pain. Thunder? You sure there? I've got this. And my, and my thunder thighs are fine. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so the, so the three of you go over towards this back corner and down these spiral staircases. And you can tell that this place, like... The church may have been as old as the city itself, 
But this place under that you're going down underneath is way older than you could ever imagine. As you all get down, you see two of the Beast Gang members are like standing guard as the other two are at this altar where there's a deer skull resting on. And these two are like doing some sort of prayer incantation to the deer skull. We should go to Talalak and just go, You want to take these or should I? You want to go, Harms, you take the two on the left, I'll take the two on the right. Uh, Proximo, you can just go to the left. Yeah, alright, uh, Proximo, if if I don't manage to kill one, you just fucking bind him or some shit, alright? Proximo's kind of just looks at you for a second, it's like, uh, Captain, you sure in such a small space? Nah, fuck it, it'll be alright. I mean, worst case scenario, they die. I mean, what, what what do you mean insure in such a small space? Less move, less 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 room to run around. I can just mow him down with this fucking big ass minigun. Yeah, and also more chance for this church to come collapsing down on top of us. All right, fair point. Um, one sec, I've got an idea. Excuse me, do you uh, four gentlemen feel like getting out of here and surviving, or dying? probably quite horribly in a collapsing church because I am going to shoot you if you don't, you know, fuck off. Uh, one of the two that's standing guard while the other two are doing their incantation, he is like covered in scales and has definitely snake-like features on his face. And when he his tongue kind of slips out, you see it's forked like a snake's. And he just kind of say, We serve the staghead. We will lay down our lives for the stag's head. Just get a touch box and I'll be like, we kind of gave him a choice. Um, yeah. If you've got a better idea, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to shoot them all. Boxman just kind of thinks for a moment and he's like, eh, I got nothing. Oh, you got an idea because I'm going to start shooting Box very soon. Head. Um, Talal is going to then, with you, uh, he's, he's going to break down some of the church and have it fall on these guys. Say what again? I'm uh, going to blast some lightning at, at, at some of the church that's unsupported and have it fall on these guys. Will it just fall on them though? This is out of character. Will it just fall on them or will we also die? Okay. Here's what's going to happen first. I mean, Declan's evasive. I need you to roll me go toe to toe first. Okay. If Talak is doing this, it's roll is go toe to toe. Okay, with we'll the in Church, you're going to look above and then see the sky above and then channel the lightning and try and strike at some of the weak points. You're going to have it fall down these guys. They're going to use perfect storm, thermal manipulation, and electrifying gaze. And if you can, use the rain stick as a focus. Also, channel those two points. Okay, I'm activating the weakness tag indoor spaces, so it's gonna be a okay. plus four. Are you getting attention on that theme? Nice. Okay, with a plus four, I'll have to roll that there now. That's the 11 that comes out to. Okay, so here's what's gonna happen uh, you achieve your goal, get them good, block dodge counter. 
I'm gonna block dodge and counter because I don't want this falling on on Montalalok because he's already got got some fun of injury. Okay, you still get one more choice. Uh, so it was pop dodge counter. What was the other ones? Uh, get them good. Achieve their your goal. I'm gonna say uh, there's you're basically. No, how you strike, you're going to basically just get these guys because we basically got rid of the Beast Gang. So if you just choose to achieve your goal, it'd be the same as just doing getting them good at this point. So You know what? I'm going to control collateral just to stop us all. Don't nice about it. <laughs> all right. Hey, guys, I'm sorry. I got to step off for a second. I'll be right back. No worries. We're controlling because that level I won't even have to harm you. Well, plus the church doesn't really want me to defend, defend the ceiling on the thing they, they move. So if it's moving it back, it'll all be yeah. fine, right? Yeah, I'm still not 100 percent sure. Is the church a good thing or a bad thing? I mean, up, to a lot of like... these, a building is a building. Like the ritual site's a ritual site. As long as we have like the, the stone thing removed of the hole, that's all we need. Yeah. Like, the same thing could be as arc with that other thing there, and it would be fine. Yeah. I have a feeling that the, the stackhead will just reappear, but I'm, I'm, I'm not like, whatever the stackhead is, and we're gonna have to fucking kill our thing. But I'm down for it. I'm at, my deck run's not too fucked. He's still got, he's just got his leg wound, and now he has a minigun, so he's good. Oh, so a leg wound, buddies. Yeah, we both got, like, I mean, mine's, mine's kind of, um, Healing up a bit. It's got bandages. It's got bandages on it, but I think yours is uh, quite fresh. Well, they're fresh, and I'm having to use my rain stick as a the walking stick. I'm lucky that I did use the burn and Noah guy. That was in the same tag uh, tag section that I burnt for the um, go all out. Mm. Yeah, I, I think I'm definitely going to use a stop holding back like this session because if I'm not going to use it this session, then when am I going to use it? Yeah, true. And I did kind of steal your, your idea of the summoning things. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty cool. It's not what I so like that. All right, I'm back. Sorry about that, guys. Okay, so... Okay, so we did uh, block dodge counter. Managed to achieve your goal. What'd you say after that, Talak? Control class hold or stop it from harming my allies. Wait, what? Control the class one. Oh, no, this is go toe to toe. You don't get to choose. Uh, okay, control the class one, go toe to toe. Oh, so I was like, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the other one was. Hmm. Yeah, it was. Bash achieve your goal, get them good, block dodge counter. And I was saying that you're basically going to get them either way because we basically took care of the beast gang already. So it would, you would only have manage to achieve your goal and block dodge counter. Because achieve your goal would be get rid of these guys. I get them good then. Okay, so yeah, you just brain sticking hand up and all of a sudden the floor, the, the ceiling above where these two beast gang members were just bursts open as lightning just strikes them both down. It just incinerates them like ash. However, you feel the you kind of feel the building shudder 
as you, the uh, church is now in a weakened four status. And there's still two Beast Gang members left chanting and praying at this deer skull. Uh, I'm just going to sling the minigun back on my back and just uh, just to like be more precise with it instead of just taking down the entire building with me. And I'm just going to grab the silver gun and just point one at each of their heads and just like take a shot. Dearly beloved, we are going here today to separate. Are you sure you want to do that? Yeah, fuck it, why not? Oh, so you're basically just go up and you actually see as you Talak, you see as Pro- as when Declan raises these pistols at these Beast King Hembers, Proxville just pushes like, Captain, wait! And there's just pew pew! And these two Beast King Hembers just fall over dead at this altar. Well, problem solved. Just put them back in the holes and just like, alright, uh, who wants to go get a drink or something? Proximo is just staring at you with the palest face he has ever had. And you and if anyone was to look down at the feet where he shot the Beast Kings, you see the blood start trickling out of their heads to this altar. But then the blood starts to travel up this altar to the skull. Oh, I can't imagine that's good. This doesn't seem like I, I, I feel like I've made a mild error. And suddenly, these markings that you didn't see in the wall before start to glow like a greenish color. And the deers, the eyes of the deer skull fill with light. And you all of a sudden, just right at your feet, Declan, vines start shooting up from the floor. And Proxima was just being like, that's not me this time! Uh, I'm gonna try and fucking, uh, so subconscious reaction speeds and premonitions, I'm gonna fucking use them to try and, oh, and also, uh, yeah, I'm just gonna use those to just try and jump out of the way. Okay, uh, yeah, you're rolling face danger, so. Yeah. So that's a plus two to this bad boy. Seven. Yeah, so you jump out of the way. But a vine still, sh- another vine shoots up and cuts you right where your bandaged, where your bandage is. I can't. So you're back in the cut too. Cut that up. <laughs> and a vine does this? What the fuck's my doing? It just shot out from the ground and just shink, sliced them. And you see these vines shoot up from the ground and go to this beast skull. As a beast skull begins to like rise up, almost like it's forming like this plant-like body, and everything starts to shake. Y'all gotta get out of there. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna look at the other two and just start sprinting as fast as I can. So yeah, I need y'all to roll. F- I need you both to roll face danger again to try to get out of here. I think I probably yeah. My 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 definite leg wounds are gonna affect this. I imagine. Um, oh yeah, leg wounds are going to affect this. So yeah. I think you're both going to be minus two to start with on this. I don't have anything that helps me run. Uh, so Actually, it's... no. Make that minus one. You got Proximo there. He's going to try to help you all get out. Okay. So you both start with minus one. I can't add anything to this. It's just going to be a minus one. 
I'm gonna try and turn myself into water and flip him down his face. Okay, so it's gonna be a plus one for you then. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> To be fair, also, the fact that I'm carrying a huge minigun on my back can't help with my speed. <laughs> Actually, sorry, Brain, I'm gonna make this interesting. I'm activating indoor spaces again, so you're rolling flat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. So, yeah, y'all get up to the... Yeah, y'all just make your way up the stairs, and you're, like, in the church as everything is falling down around you. And even with Proximals up, y'all try to get... You guys are almost at the exit. When all of a sudden, you just all look up, and immediately the church just collapses down on both of you. And I'll say you guys get a... Let me look here. You guys get a buried under rubble five status. And if you were to, and as this, uh, as we look from the outside, we see as a skeletal hand bursts from the ground and is immediately wrapped and covered in vines and plants and just grabs itself up, kind of like something, a zombie rising from its grave. As it just gets up, and we see this, basically imagine like the swamp monster, the swamp thing, if he had, but with a deer skull head. That is what the stag head looks like, and it is a monstrous figure, like maybe eight, nine feet tall, just standing over the both of you, over this wrecked out collapsed church free from its prison after who knows how many centuries of, of capture entrapment here's the thing though you guys are trapped but you're not out just yet y'all could still try to get out of this if you want I'm gonna stop holding back if that's okay what are you gonna do so um I'm, I'm assuming that so, you see the fucking uh, deck that as he fucking gets collapsed, uh, collapsed on the floor. He gets fully knocked out, but then his eyes open. But in his eyes, they're not kind of his eyes. His eyes are kind of, his eyes are kind of like, uh, they're kind of like a deep kind of purple color. As he just starts growing, and he continues growing, um, larger and larger until he's fucking the size of a fucking building. Um, like a quite a quite large building, uh, and then he's just gonna fucking down on the. Uh, this is like because because like this is a dream thing where he just fucking like in his dream he just grows. Um, so so you're gonna, basically bringing the dream state into reality. Yeah. yeah. And like, so you. I'm also gonna add a thing where like all the things around you, all the things around everyone, just starts warping. Almost like everyone's, everyone's kind of like a bit. Like kind of on shrooms or in door, like dreaming. So everything keeps warping and things keep changing from like. So there'll be like a there'll be like a um, a bit of rubble and it starts looking a bit like a dog for a second and then it starts looking a bit like a kind of starts looking a bit like a cloud and shit like that. It just keeps morphing as he just fucking like grows huge. Okay, 
This is going to be a no return. Stop holding back. Fuck yeah. Because you are trying to bring one real one dream state into reality. So basically, even if you get if you get a mixed success on this, you will lose a theme. So you roll plus logos. So plus three. Come on. Fourteen. Son of a bitch. Yes, let's go. Okay, so even on 10 plus, you still have to mark Fade Crack and burn all the power tags on one theme. Uh, I'm going to choose Dubious Antique Stealer because I never fucking use it. <laughs> yeah, you're basically sacrificing a bit of your humanity to do this. Um, so yeah, we just see all of a sudden the purple mist that surrounds this city just swirls massively around this collapsed church site. And we see as Declan starts growing and growing. Taluk, you kind of come back too and you just see, like, you see De Declan's hand and it starts to get bigger. Proximo sees this too. The stack is looking around and then he sees the rubble of the church move in front of him. And kind of just, like, kind of like a Hulk out moment, you just see Declan just goosh out of the church rubble. And he are standing giant compared to this stag head. Yeah, I'm actually, instead of instead of hitting him with my fist, I'm just going to pull out this minigun that's fucking grown with me and just start fucking pounding, like, the bullets into this thing. Just um... So, yeah, none of you have the, uh, Buried Under the Rebel stats anymore. Um, you all, uh, you all still have your cut stasses, though. But, no, actually, Dream State, for the moment, th these cut stasses are not going to affect y'all. So, Tolok and Proximo, Proximo runs to you, Tolok, and he helps you up and try starts trying to pull you away as Declan just pulls out this minigun and aims it down at the stag head. And I need you to roll hit with all you got for this. Okay, so obviously I'm going to be using uh, Mysterious Reality Bending, uh, um, a good shot, gunslinging stunts, explosive ammo, um, so that's plus four. Um, okay, so here's what else I'm going to do. I'm going to give you another plus one for being this in the dream state world that you created, so it would be a five, but I'm also going to activate the weakness tag, no conscious control of dreams. Because you are going to have a hard time trying to control this. So you're still at four, but you get an attention on that theme. Oh, but I get a plus two for the minigun as well, wouldn't I? I thought that four was with the plus two. No, it's not. So this would be a plus six. Oh! Yes. Plus is only a nine, but still hits. You still give him a six status, but you also get the pick. Um, one from the hit with all you got list. Uh, I'm, I mean, a six is dead, right? Yes. Unless we got... I'll, I'll get him good anyway. I'll stick another one on there just in case he has anything that reduces that anyway. Um, and I'll also, uh... Do I only get to pick one? Uh, yeah, because you rolled a mix. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just get him good. I'll just make that a seven. Just fucking... So... Funny that you mentioned reducing statuses because he has a status that's called whenever he takes a status that isn't holy by nature, it's reduced by four. Fuck you know. 
So you gave him like a three shot up, like a shot up three status. Do I remain giant? Uh, for this moment, yes, you are still giant as these. Can, I'll just say for flavor, you still got the explosive rounds loaded into the minigun. And you are just firing down. And like, he's a... Uh, it's like, he's still like... Like, you see more vines and plant life just kind of come back to him as you are like shooting bits and chunks off of him. But you are shooting it faster than he can regenerate. Alright, uh, Talak. Proximo is trying to drag you away into like his motorbike. Just gonna like shove his hand away. I'm not gonna leave him there. He's more more in need now than ever. Look at him. And I'll point to the actual projectors. Embodiment of Declan. That's a mentally ill man right there. I need him to save him. It's like Proximo just looks at you as like it's like I don't know what you think you can do, but I think the captain's got it pretty good right now. It'll help get him put him back too much. I'm gonna start like limping my way over to the to the stag. Uh, Proximal just kind of sighs, rubs his head, is just like, uh, "You're you're a lot like him, more than you think." And he just starts following you back. And so, what are you gonna do now in this situation? One deep breath in, and do I see the impact of the strike that Declan did, and how it didn't do as much as he thought? Um, you see that like this giant Declan minigun carrying dude is just blasting away at the uh, staghead, and it's like even though chunks are just flying off this staghead, he you can see like plant life stuff like coming to him, and he is regenerating what he's losing. And like currently, he's at the stack is at a shot of three status. Um, Talant's going to pick up a piece of the uh, church fragment on the ground, so a piece of um, consecrated ground, and he's then going to. I'd be no idea, but what else do I have left? And then he's going to run towards stag. And then, yeah, he's going to try and turn into water and then have this consecrated piece of stone and just try and stab it, stab us right into the stag. So, all right, this is going to be a hit with all you got on your part, too. So, what are you doing? Okay. I'll so, give you, oh, uh, I'm, go, I'm going to go ahead and give you a plus one for the stone. Okay. So. Okay, I'm gonna try and use good deep down the side since he's literally fighting off in his mind as the embodiment of, of pure evil. Um, turn himself into water to try and just get some more speed and momentum to be able to have the strike impact, and I think that's all I can do. Okay, so yeah, you're rolling plus three. Plus three. And hopefully, if the church as um, a building was holy enough. Just a thought. Can you, is this something yeah. you can use your rain stick on? You know what? Like a full bat, it definitely could be. So it's going to swing back with a rain stick like a baseball bat and it's full on swing bat. So that'll be up to five. I'm going to activate your weakness tag, small fish in a big pond, because yeah, you're pretty small compared to the stag head. 
But it's gonna Don't be a plus four you get to roll with. Huh? Okay. Okay, let's let's see this. Okay. Oh, this is probably a dumb idea, but uh, let's try this. So yeah, hit with all you got, plus four. With a twelve. So you automatically give him a four status pick two from hit with all you got. So, um, but yeah, take cover, secure superior position, uh, get them good or give many of them plus one tier. Control the collateral damage, hold the target's attention, or take the upper hand. Gay one juice. I'm gonna secure position right, right behind the stag head to to be able to help out Douglas. <laughs> um, and. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get them good by swinging with all he's got. And you said secure superior position. Yep, gonna, gonna try and be behind the staghead. So, yeah. Yeah. So you just surround this piece of holy rock in water, toss it up, and kind of just an hey, ba 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 with your right stick and just babe Ruth it right at the creature, right into. It's chest, and it's just whoosh. And Declan, you stop for a moment shooting as you see this, as you see Taluk shoot, just bat this rock into this creature. And because the rock was part of the church, the it does not lose its status, it does not reduce the status. So you give it a like a tortured five. As with this holy piece of rock inside the stag head, there's like a small light growing inside it. Almost as if it's burning from the inside. So I was thinking of Shadow Declan. Can you shut the church onto him? Yeah, that's the next plan to be honest, mate. That's all much that was all much damage that did. Wait, what are you guys gonna do now? Uh, as a large Declan, I'm just gonna pick up a huge, a huge bit of church and just fucking crush him with it. Uh, okay, so, yeah, the stag, it's gonna be another hit with all you got. This staghead creature is not gonna be able to do anything at the moment. As he's, like, trying to claw at his chest to try to get to the piece of rock in it but like when he tries to his his like his play his viney fingers start kind of like turning to like burning and turning to ash almost so as i grab like I, i'm assuming like it's a huge chunk of the church either is either still standing or just like uh like the roof i'm just gonna pick it up and then as i pick it up it's it's small but it gets bigger uh, as I pick it up because of mysterious reality bending, and I just fucking straight down his head. Uh, so what tactics you gonna use to do that? So good judge of character because um, Talalok uh, kind of he kind of he, he knows Talalok, he knows his good judge of character. He's seen what he's done and it worked, and he's gonna use it. He's also gonna use common sense um, and uh, mysterious reality bending. Um, and I think maybe Rugged might work as well, because he's literally hitting someone with a bit of church. So that's a four. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say no to the good judge of character. That's more of like an interrogation type thing. 
it's like you can't really say a good i can't say a good judge character would be to try to face on like a literal god in a sense but it's more that you saw what talalok did and you trust him when talalok tells, tells him to uh you know uh to hit him with a bit of church <laughs> What, what about breaking an entry because he's breaking because he's breaking and entering his chest? Is this no. A <laughs> no, stop it. Fine, I'll allow good judge character, but not breaking and entering. Because <laughs> he's breaking and entering his chest. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, so that's a plus four to this one. Yeah, fine. Do I get any pluses because I'm big? No, not this time. It's like I think four is good enough. 11. Fuck yeah. Let's go. Okay, so yeah, hit with all you got. Pick two options. And you already are giving him a four status. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a make it bigger. I'm a get him good. Uh, and then I am going to. Uh... So with one juice, can I uh, give him a tag? Or give him a story? The ta- no, that doesn't make sense. Uh. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll hit him with all I've got, and then, uh, with the well, one view. Hmm? Part of change the game is you can give a story tag to something. Can I give him the- uh, as he gets hit with, hit, hit with his massive bit of church, can I give him the story tag stunned one? So, you're upgrading it to a six right now? No, yeah. it's a five now. Five. That's gonna make it a six. Yeah. Does that make and... sense? Is that loud? Yes. Okay, cool. So, yeah, so we all see Declan just pick up this destroyed church roof, lift it above his head, it grows in size, and the, the stackhead creature, even though it's just a deer skull on its face, you can see fear in its glowing eyes, as like slow motion, Declan brings down the roof and just shatters it right on top of the stag head. And for the moment, everything is calm. Everything is quiet. And all of a sudden the stag head bursts through, but you can see now he is like literally just burning away. Like his deer skull, it's like he's lost one horn. It's one of his eye sockets is cracked apart and you just hear this guttural just just coming from this creature as he's like in pain and burning away and you just kind of see like and they just kind of just the screams faint away as the rest of his body turns to ash and the damaged deer skull just clatters down onto the destroyed church rubble. You all defeated the staghead. Declan's just gonna go. That woman killed like three people to fuck up that thing. We just hit it with a church. You know, fucking feels like those three people could have not died and we could just hit it with a church from the day, like day one. I mean, by the end of it, that thing was more holy than her when they holes in it. Yeah, and this is as Declan's like <laughs> shrinking. This is as Declan shrinking back to normal. He's saying this. Yeah. So yeah, I'll say at this point, once the stack as the stack head turns to ash and disappears, 
yeah, Declan, you start shrinking and the world just around you just starts to slowly come back to normal as the dream state leaves this reality. Very important question. Just Declan still have pants on. Why would he not have pants on? I think they grew with me. I don't know how this growing shit works. <laughs> it was it was like, well, it's like it was like if you were to grow in a dream, it's not like it's not like it doesn't obey the laws of physics. So it wasn't like you, he grew too big for his trousers and they broke. <laughs> okay, so we have like Hulk pants. Got it. Yeah, like all his clothes grew with him. Yeah, Proxmo's just kind of standing there at you. It's like, well, I think the idea was to not have to face the creature. Yeah. But this works as a good plan B. Yeah, I mean, just fucking hit it with a church. And I mean, to be fair, if you hit anyone with a church, they're going to be a bit fucked. But he really didn't like churches. Weird that they kind of put his altar in a church. But, you know, fuck that guy. Yeah. Anyway, so you want to go for a drink or something? Yeah, are y'all going to do anything else before y'all head out again? It's uh, gonna make a bit of church trouble. That adds a bit of a memento for later. Declan's just gonna light a cigarette and be like, "Well, I fuck my car, so uh, should we call a cab or something?" You don't want me to carry you, sleeping beauty. Proxmo's like, "I still got my bike. What of y'all can hold on to me and one hop into the sidecar?" I'm not doing that. I'm calling a taxi. Um, I refuse on principle to do that. <laughs> I'm not riding a fucking sidecar. It's like, you can hold on to me, Captain. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, if anything, I'm going to be the one riding the bike. Yeah, well, you deserve it. I'll let you. Fuck yeah, alright. And you guys can get a taxi, because no one's going in my side. <laughs> I'm just going to run to the bike and fucking take it to the bar. Yeah, the, get back here! And Proxmo <laughs> starts chasing after you, so you just, just run off of the bike without them. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to race past them, like, burning into a beam of water. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> yeah, so yeah, we just see a uh, Talek just hop into the sidecar, and Declan gets on the car. Proxima just hops on the back and just kind of turns around, so he's not having to hold around you, just holding onto the back of the bike. It's like onward, ho, Captain. All right, um, yeah, pop. He just zooms off towards the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. We're going to cut to a couple days later. Uh, what? We'll cut to Talak first. What's he doing? A couple of days later, I think he's be fashioned out a piece of the, the destroyed church as a, as a bit of a pendant to a bit of a, a, bit of a remembrance thing. And also, if an, anything else like ever occurs again, he can use it as a bit of a knuckle duster to, to sock it to them. I think he would probably... He'd probably be mending things with uh, with Jacqueline. And I think eventually after having uh, probably around three dates, where he did like, apologize for, for leaving her out of the important discussions, would then uh, end up drinking at a bar. Nice. So, would he have... So, is he like in his like, apartment doing this, or where's he at? Well, he'd probably be at the same bar Declan frequences. I, I would assume that they would meet up occasionally and have a few conversations. Okay. Well, I'll say you're on your own right now, kind of just going over this pendant, 
and the TV in the bar, you hear uh, breaking news. Um, police, invest- or police are still investigating the, the destruction of the old abandoned church on the dock side of the city. No one knows what, how it happened, but people think it may have been related to the somewhat earthquake that happened just several days ago. Nope, still, cops are still looking for details, and the chief of the city has not has not given a comment yet. Turn off, fake news! <laughs> uh, we see, uh, we see bartender Mary just in the her usual green flowing sun sundress just smile at you and just switch it to like an like a a rock, an old school like station where it's playing a comedy and just like did you boys have something to do with that by any chance? Why would you say that? She just kind of smirks at Google. She's like, eh, no reason. You just when you're been around as long as I have, you see some things. And when she starts to walk away, even though she's kind of still in her human state, you still hear the clop, clop, clop of what sounds like horse hooves. A long face. And then, um, I just got that. (laughs) And then as you're sitting there, uh, you see, uh, you see someone slides a beard down in your direction. And as you look up, you see this elderly man plop a seat down next to you and immediately you see attached to his je- shirt his jacket a pin that's the symbol of the Knights Templar and he just sits next to you takes a sip of his beer it's like did some modifying work the other day works work <laughs> same as usual I think I'm going into one of your associates yeah we have is- we've had issues with her for a while, and we warned her when we put her on this assignment to be careful with how she handled it. It turns out she wasn't the best of people to put there in the long run. She's not a bad person. She just ended up making some bad choices. Bad choices that had names and families. Either way. I'm not denying that. I'm just saying. He takes a sip of his beer again, sets down. But it looks like we have an opening, and the order is always looking for more suited members. I'm assuming your order has a specific religion. Unless I'm incorrect. Uh, the religion part hasn't really played much of it for quite some time now, especially with how this city runs. Religion doesn't really matter much when you can basically summon thunderbolts and thunderstorms. Gonna slide the drink back to him, all finished. Appreciate the offer, but I my own team, and I think we're more than capable for the time being. The man just raises his beard to you and he's like, I understand, but if you're ever around, and just breach, just take that, just bleh, I'm losing my words here, sorry. If you're ever in need of any help, and he points to your jean pocket, you can always find us there. Talot's gonna, for a split second, raise his eyebrow at the, in, at the insinuation, and then tap his pocket, assuming there's something in there. 
Yeah, you then reach in and you pull out a business card that you knew wasn't there before. And it just has... And it says, um... Sir Percival, Knights Templar. And there's an address on the back of it. Well, if you want to get my pants that so much, you could have just asked. <laughs> hey. Cheers to the mist, right? I'll fill you in. You definitely missed out on a lot. And I will call the events of our escapades to this individual. Uh, I know a good majority about what you've done or what you do. I have my sources. You aren't the only one with connections. Well, I think I've shrunk enough for tonight. <laughs> tonight we'll start stumbling up and make his way out into the night sky. Alright. We're going to cut from that and we're going to go to Declan now. A few days after the events of the stag head in the church. What's he doing? So, does have an office where he does conduct business. It just hasn't been seen in this whole uh, whole uh, kind of storyline yet. It's this little kind of shitty, uh, looks like kind of an old um, kind of detective's office. It's got kind of like uh, a wooden, a uh, black, uh, sorry, a brown wooden door with like a window on it on, a, on the front. It says, it's in like a big crappy uh, kind of uh, office building where there are a variety of kind of like independent uh, businesses and contractors that all share the kind of, all share like the kind of uh, building. It's not for one specific industry or, or another. And on the on the front of his door, it just says uh, Lestrange's Acquisitions. Um, inside, there's just kind of like a desk. Uh, there's like some shelves with a bunch of like antiquities and various things like that. And he's got a desk at the, uh, it's kind of like a long room. And at the back, he's got a desk with, and just above that desk, he has mounted on the wall this massive fucking minigun that you can, it's, it's not the same size as it was when he was big. It's a normal size of a minigun, but it's still a fucking big minigun. It's mounted on the wall behind his desk, behind his chair. And he's just kind of sat there um, with his legs on the table, with his like feet crossed on his kind of desk. Um, sat on a chair with his feet up on the desk and he's kind of pouring whiskey into a coffee mug and just kind of drinking that while kind of um, while kind of like reading the newspaper yeah and as you read the newspaper you see kind of what the same thing as the uh, TV report that Talak was watching said talking about police are still investigating the church I think it's related to some earthquakes that happened in the city no one's and no one has commented about it yet and as you're reading this paper, there's a knock at your door, and it opens, and your buddy Proxima walks in with lunch and a six-pack of beer. All right, mate. That is exactly what's needed now, to be honest. Ah. Well, I thought we could use a drink, but it seems like you're already ahead of me. Well, it is like, what time is it? Uh, he just kind of looks at it. He's, like, he's got like a very old kind of leather watch on his wrist. He's like, well, it's like 10 past 12. Yeah. That's around about the beginning of drinking time. Five o'clock somewhere, right? I don't know, maybe. Yeah. I think it's probably five o'clock in England, to be honest. That's that. You know, I always forget some days that you're English. What? Does the thick accent not give it away? <laughs> And the assholeish attitude. It hides it. <laughs> well, that is uh, it's a staple of my people. Anyway. So, have you got... Is there any news about that fucking uh, goat demon or whatever we just killed a few days ago? Any, any 
anything new has anything popped up uh, come around or uh, you know, shot out of the vines or whatever it was made of I've heard nothing seen nothing I think we took care of it for good well jobs are fucking good in it uh, I think I may have lost a uh, long-term client because I shoved a gun in his face, but, you know, I could always pick up new clients. Yeah, sounds like he may have deserved it. He had to do it as he's uh, pulling out, like, Chinese food onto the table out of the bag. Yeah, just gonna take whatever he's, like, just just grab one of them. He just, Declan doesn't really care. He's a, bit, he's, he's a little bit pissed at this point. He's just gonna eat anything. <laughs> Yeah, Proxwell just kind of, he's silent for a moment as he just kind of just grabs a bag and looks at it for a minute. And he's just kind of, he just kind of says, I gotta leave the city. Oh, how come? Well, you know, no, no good uh, job opportunities here or something. I mean, I can employ no. you if you need. No, I got plenty of work here. It's just the things I've done since I've been here, the jobs I've done. And especially after the fight we just went through, I honestly thought we weren't going to make it. But we did, and it made me think about some things. I'm going to rejoin the service. Get out of here. I wish you well, mate, but we're getting a bit old for that, don't you think? Uh, the, for the army, yes. Not for mercenary work. Why don't you just come work for me, mate? You know, we're not mercenaries, but... Well, we, I mean, I'm not a mercenary. I'm, but we, you know... I do, you know... Stuff that isn't... Uh, shutting down freedom fighters and quelling insurrections. I acquire things for people for money. It's a lot more simple. Uh, a lot less... Grey area. So we, could, so we could do what? Just stare at it, hang out on the wall and drink fruity cocktails all day? This is whiskey. What's your definition of fruity? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's the good life, mate. It's what we wanted. Uh, Self-employed. Um, you know, just doing whatever I want, whenever I want. Not being told what to do. Except if I'm working under you, you're going to be telling me what to do. Oh, why don't we be partners then, mate? Yeah, 50-50. He just think you see Proxima kinda think about it for a moment. And he's like Can I think on it? Of course, yeah. No rush. And he grabs a beer, pops it open. He's like, Cheers, mate. Cheers. And you just hear the clink as you two, and y'all take big drinks. And for the most part, for the both of y'all, everything's kinda good. Y'all Saved the city. No one's ever going to know that was you all. Except for maybe the few people in the shadows. But for the most part, everything's kind of back to normal. We then cut to the uh, destroyed, abandoned church. As there's a there's one guy just kind of going through it, going through the rubble. We see an archaeologist of sorts. He's kind of trying to document some things. And as he's moving some rubble along, he comes across what looks almost like an antler. He pulls on it, and he pulls out the damaged and cracked staghead deer skull. And as he's looking at it, 
turning it around, and he looks kind of like eye to eye with it. He swears that for a moment, there's a faint glowing in its eye. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is Demons at Cross End. All right. Yes. You guys want to do a little... Guys want to do some geeking out after the credits? Yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, we got the time. We might as well. So. All right. So it's going to be kind of a makeshift because we didn't do it every episode. So there's no point in asking all the questions. But did y'all have fun? It was fun, yeah. I enjoyed myself. <laughs> I will say I have been trying to run this case so many times, and every time I tried, it's either stopped or just not or just not worked out. So actually being able to see, because this was like one of my favorite cases reading over it that I wanted to do so badly, because I like the idea of like some evil like demon-like beast just coming back. So this was definitely one of my favorite cases I got to do. So this is why I chose to do this one first. And it was also voted on the City of Mist Discord to do this one first, so. We did fucking demolish that thing as well. I, I really want to... I, yeah. <laughs> I, I was quite desperate to use my uh, hit with all you got, but I was trying to think, like, what dreamlike thing can you really use to hit with all you got? And I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'll just be big. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you got any thoughts, Rain? <laughs> it was just great. I love how I was like, hmm, holy damage. Wait, is his chest, like, concentrated ground? Interesting idea. <laughs> like, fucking, <laughs> baseball about the church. <laughs> yeah. So, basically, it doesn't go quite into detail, but how I say it was the the area underneath was, like, the like the area where, like, the staghead was summoned, so the church that was built above it was to keep it, like, down. So, yeah, the church was basically, like, holy ground to keep it at bay. Yeah. So, but, no, I was... So you guys took it completely left field from what I originally intended to end it. I was legit, because the whole entire thing, the idea was, the question that's supposed to go through the player's head is, are you a true believer? Because one of the ways to defeat the stackhead was to, if you truly believe that you are a good person or are of good heart, if you sacrifice yourself, the stackhead will once again be sealed away for how many other centuries? Yeah, but Eglin isn't a good person. And he doesn't have a good <laughs> No. And, and Talok's still, like, very much grey area where, like, he tries to be good. He He's still, like, like a guy, though. He's just, like, a guy that deals with drugs. So, like... Mm. How I was gonna do it was, I, if y'all didn't do those crazy stop-holding-back moments, I was expecting, like, y'all would be, like, really trying to suffer find this. My idea was Proxima was gonna sacrifice himself, and it was gonna be the big thing about the heart of a soldier is, like, the purest of good, those who would lay down their lives for their country and the people, I would say that in itself would make him a true believer. And I was going to make him use like his will of the wisp to not to become like the will of the wisp tree and like trap the stag head inside the tree. Mm. Yeah, that was my original intention. But then you decided to take a completely left field. Crush him with a church. <laughs> 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 yeah, that would have been like, like, hey, wait, I'm a god. Wait, take a holy power. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it went from it went from me doing this like really like kind of like sweet wholesome kind of concept to no crush him with a roof. <laughs> we literally bought the house down the floor. 
but yeah, you guys like putting Christina away almost put y'all at a bad disadvantage because I mean, it was would, she ruthlessly murdered three people and cut out their hearts. That's not a good. That's not a good guy. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yes, but this is city of mist. Good and evil is very gray. I am bad guy, but I'm not like bad guy. Wait, no, you are a bad guy. You murdered. She, she literally murdered and sacrificed three people. That's the definition of that's that's a, that's a serial killer. She's technically a serial killer. No, but she was supposed to be the rift of the avenging angel, so she had all these holy powers that would have worked well against the staghead if he came back. Nah, church crushing. I prefer the nah, church yes. crushing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just so, hit him in the church. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so I'm assuming when I ask what y'all's favorite moment of this game of this game was, what's gonna be? But I want to hear from y'all, anyways. Church crash. <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoyed hitting it with. I enjoyed hitting the killing god, killing a god by hitting it with a church was just irony, and I loved it. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, yeah, that was definitely one of my favorite moments. I think mine was um. I got a couple, like, uh, me being able to introduce Proximo as, like, Declan's longtime war buddy. I thought that was a good idea that we came up with. Mm. Um, Tolak just always kind of being less like the pure gold heart in the Shadows character. And then also uh, the, 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 the artist, the French artist. Just any scene I did with him, just I just loved it. It was hilarious. So... <laughs> They're the French artist I used. Spanish in the words. Very <laughs> often. He could have been like multilingual. He could have spoke Spanish, French, and English. You know, I mean, his his name was Michael Amagi. Who knows what this guy was? Is that Japanese? Yeah, that is Japanese. It's a Japanese name. <laughs> so it's like Japanese, French, Spanish. Japanese name, white guy, French. It's like Japanese name, no, uh, brown guy, French accent. Let's let's go with. Let's all right. So this is his backstory. He originally was born in Japan. He moved to France for for a while, then moved to Spain for a while, got the two languages a bit mixed up, then moved to, I assume, the, the city of Misses in the States, then moved to the States. That's why, his, that's why he doesn't really understand, uh, that's why his, 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 uh, his, uh, he said senor, because it was no, all mixed born, up. Born in Japan to a Hispanic mother who then moved to French, and then they moved to the States. Yes. Nancy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that that's his backstory, and that makes like in 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 hindsight, that makes all of what it, all of his character make complete sense. This <laughs> <laughs> this pure like identity crisis of what am I? Yeah. So yeah, I just like the idea that the te- I just thought that was a really cool idea that after that whole incident, everyone getting Christina locked up, like the Templar Order coming to Talak, saying if he would join, because it's like, you're more pure heart than the person our order was. You should join us. I mean, like, asking a, a rift of a god to join, like, the, the Templars, he, he, was, he was, like, very against it from the get-go. It's like, well, you don't know, there may be other gods that are in the Templar Order, so... Because it's City of Mist, so it's like he said, religion yeah, would not be that much of an importance. Because the Templars were originally supposed to be about the good of the people more than anything, so. But they all got corrupted over time originally, so. And then, yeah, just kind of seeing Proximo and uh, Declan, like, still hanging out. Because 
Like I was going to be like, because originally people can't leave the city once they're in it. But this uh, opportunity that Proxima was going to have to be able to leave was basically being him. His It was going to give him a chance to leave the city. But then Declan was like, no, come work for me instead. Hmm. I, I felt like that was like a kind of nice, uh, a nice little ending for the two of them. And then, of course, since the skull was still there, I like the idea that, oh, someone still found it. And it, and then just kind of on that cliffhanger, like, is it over yet? You will never know. Yeah, because it has the potential to kind of come back. <laughs> and that's why Sherlock had, 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 had a shard with him. Be like, if it comes back, fuck it, I'll do it again. <laughs> I again. apologize, everyone. I'm looking at our Discord chat at the new meme that Rain posted. And it fits perfectly with what just happened. <laughs> it's like... It's like Declan, and then above him, Astro projected Declan. To luck watching Declan Astro project. Oh, look at this. Actually, that would be a good question. In the dream state, would just a normal form of Declan be like passed down the ground, and then like this giant version of him is somehow existing at the same time? Yeah, I'm assuming that's kind of the case. That would be cool. That's a cool image. So there's just like two Declans that because you combine the realities in the one that everyone can see? Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah. But because all that mist surrounded you, like, no one saw it, except for the people that were, like, right there. But, of course, there's, like, one little kid just somewhere off the distance, like, Mommy, mommy I saw a giant man! Uh, oh, no. <sighs> man, this was a really fun game. I, had, I was really glad I got to run this case to the all for my, my first case on this podcast. So it was really good. Yeah. I mean, uh... I'm not going to be able to play in uh, any more of you guys for a little while, just until I finish third year, but I'm, I'm, I'll happily come back on when I'm done. But I'm excited to see what this turns out like. Yeah. That's perfectly fine. Um, I'm going to be definitely taking a break from this to edit these episodes to get them out. I also got the Halloween one-shot podcast I got that's going to come out. That's probably going to come out first before I get all these episodes out. So if anyone's listening to this, by the time the ha- like after the Halloween podcast comes out, make sure you check that out too. I'm going to be if you haven't listened to it yet, it's going to drop like about the week of Halloween. So, no, perfect. Yeah. So, I just got to finish editing all the episodes. I'll be able to spend my time doing that. And then I'm going to start the next case, record, get all those recorded and edited too. Just kind of take my time. I got to really take my time with this. One thing I learned doing this. Yeah. So. I think the. Um... I think the consistency of dropping episodes only really starts once you start dropping episodes. So you can pre-record a bunch of them and then uh, like edit them all. And you can just drop them every week or something like that. Yeah, because I thought I was going to be able like, I was going to be like, oh, I'll record one week, then have it all edited the next week and drop it the following week. No, that's not how it works. <laughs> yeah, I think like uh, Critical Role and people like that, they, firstly, I think they have a bunch, they have a huge team. You're just doing all this yourself. Yeah, and then if you if this was like completely like video recorded, that'd be one thing. You could just upload the whole video. That is one thing, and then doing just strictly audio, like I'm doing, completely different situation. So, but that's still not too bad for first time audio podcast case. Yeah, hundred percent. So, but yeah, there was like so many things. Like, I also liked uh, when I did the up the high voice, low voice with Bear. I thought that was really a funny moment I got to do because I had been playing that for quite some time before we got to that scene. And and like with my, with my uh, people who are listening won't know this, but with the last with the last uh, uh, kind of campaign I played with, uh, 
and uh, I was playing a very uh, my, my character had a lot of different powers but with Declan not really having a lot of powers but just having guns I actually found that more fun because I could just fucking like just be like what's your solution to this problem gun <laughs> It's like, it's like, it's like the day of the VM meme. So I just started blasting. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I think uh, kind of similar with Lorak, like, where it was basically lightning, water. Which one want to, do you want to like, do, do the day? Do, it, like, do you want to like drown someone or kill someone? You could drown them and then electrocute them. Fucking, uh. Yeah. Water, water. <laughs> oh, so for anyone listening, since I haven't quite said it, if anyone knows what Talca Declan looked like, there is artwork I'm going to be posting with this that's out, but you can also find these characters on the Cinemus website. Declan is a part of the original uh, Quick Start kit for City of Mist, and then Talak was part of the All and I investigation kit. You can get all those on City of Mist website. I believe they did all the uh, characters that came in the Quick Start originally. They are updated, so if you buy the portfolio, they have the improvements with them as well, because this version that Tom was playing with, it didn't have the improvements listed, but Talak's did. So, and you can definitely tell these were definitely like early pregens because they honestly, I don't think they were that balanced, but they still worked out so well with the game. I don't know. I like. I, th- I thought mine was pretty balanced. I, I think with with this game is like it's one of the only games where the kind of more you use your imagination to do things, um, the more powerful you are. Rather than uh, just like. So for things like D&D, it's like the higher levels you get. You can plan quite strategically, but with this, it's just the way you use your power tags. So if you kind of, um, you come up with a move that you're going to do that uses a bunch more power tags, firstly, you kind of, your brain, you have to, you have to critically think, how can I fucking use a bunch of power tags in this? And secondly, how can I make this move look as cool as possible? And you kind of combine and those. usually two. the cooler moves use the most power tags that yeah. can't correlate. Mm. Yeah, I was gonna say, I kind of wish we got to see more of, like, Declan, like, bending reality to get stuff done. Well, but it was... <laughs> I was finding it really hard to come up with, like, okay, so it's not just bending reality in whatever way I see fits. It's gotta kind of be bending reality subconsciously and by accident. So I was, I was having trouble kind of being like, alright, how could I do this and bend reality, but in a way that doesn't seem like it immediately benefits me? So it doesn't seem like it's a, com- a kind of conscious choice to bend reality. Because with, with the tag reality bending, you could just be like, all right, there's a guy trying to shoot you. And you're like, okay, he explodes because I bended reality. You know what I mean? Uh, are you only a, a part-time bender? Yeah. Yeah. We are, yeah, something's definitely got changed around when he brought the dream state into reality. So there's like a restaurant that got turned into something else or a person that no longer exists for all we know. It's like a brand new creature that just exists, but it's like a bird with seven heads or some shit. <laughs> no, uh, I was—I just had something I was about to say. No, okay, so the vision stats I was having you do, that was basically like a timer, where I was going to have, like, you were going to be consistently getting these visions about this, this oncoming danger that's about to happen to the city, but then y'all decided to fast forward it by getting rid of Christina. Yeah. <laughs> So I mean, she, she needed to go. She was a bad person. <laughs> if she if she hadn't killed three people, if she was like uh, maybe if she was like about to kill a guy, and then we're like, oh no, stop. Then I wouldn't have wanted her dead. But oh, then Declan wouldn't want her dead. But she was just she was a serial killer. She was the definition of a serial killer. She only killed three people. I think you. What is now? It's. <laughs> I think the okay, definition. I- Serial killer is, is firstly having 
being a type of you kill, which she did. Uh, secondly, I think you, you have to kill three people or more. A uh, person who commits a series of murders, often with no apparent motive, and typically following a characteristic, predictable behavior pattern. That's what yeah, you find. It doesn't 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 say it has to be a certain number. Just depends on the. But she wasn't really picking them out like per se. She was basically kind of being random with it, though. No, but she had a type. There were like people who were uh, like kind of good um, well, in quotation marks. Yeah, but I mean, that's not really like a characteristic that I think you would define a serial killer on. At least in my opinion. I don't know. I'm looking up how many people do you have to kill to be a serial killer. Now, this is going to be on my search history, and people are going to be, uh, if, if, like, MI5 is looking in on my shit, they're going to be like, all right, Tom, what have you been up to? Uh, three or more killings, apparently, according to the FBI. It's like, you're going to be on a list yeah. after this. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, all right. Okay, so yeah, so you guys definitely did y'all like the characters that y'all chose to play as? Oh, yeah. yeah, I actually I had fun playing a uh I think I'm playing a character that's a bit like older and a bit more like kind of graveled. I don't know the right like a bit more kind of like gruff. Rough around the edges. Yeah, a bit more rough around the edges. That was fun. Well, um, you rain. I definitely liked Motorlock. He was he was a bit sly, a bit, uh, a bit, a bit flirty without that much in the tension. He kind of did it for fun. He got on people's nerves more or less. That was nice. All right. So, is there anything else you guys want to talk about or anything before we head out and close this case for good? I don't yeah, believe there is. Thank you, man. This was fun. Thank you for putting this on. Thank you. Yeah, I can't wait to finally get all these out and released. <laughs> so, yeah, it was great uh, emceeing this case for you guys. I'm glad I got to finally run this case all the way through and have you guys for players. Y'all did a great job. And even though we lost one along the way, it's like, I find myself two or three people works best. So I don't know why it came that way. It's just how it came down. So but we made it work. Yeah. It was a good time. All right. So thank you listeners once again for listening to Mysteries Unknown. This was the case Demon's Uncross and the official case provided to us by City of the Mist. I'm Hunter the MC. Once again, we had playing the Thief with the Heart of Gold. Rain. And who also and the guy who played the Twat Antiques Dealer. And the guy who played the Twat Antiques Dealer. Hello. <laughs> what did you say? Sorry, I just had to turn it down. My roommate came in. <laughs> Sorry, I was doing. I was letting y'all do like an outro, and I was just introducing you guys who you played again, and the twat, and the person playing the twat antiques dealer. Um, Tom. <laughs> all right, and we have fun doing this for you guys. We'll see you all in the next case. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Mysteries Unknown Podcast. The background music you hear is from the official CMS soundtracks made by Son of Oak Studios. The content warning at the beginning was done by Ryan Bravo of Odd Loot. Any other characters and content mentioned on here belong to the rightful creators and owners. My name is Hunter the MC. 
and join me next time as we investigate the City of Mist.